Ramirez, your host of Stand Out and Grow. I want to help your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Building your business is really, really hard. And knowing what marketing and advertising tools you need to help you become successful is extremely confusing. After 30 years of working with thousands of businesses, I am here to help you make good business decisions. I want to help you understand the programs that are available to you so that you can stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. So let's get started. Hey there. This is Kat, and this is your Marketing Minute. Today, I want to talk to you about hiring a virtual assistant. So virtual assistants are awesome. And the thing I want to share with you is the difference between an offshore virtual assistant and a local virtual assistant. And just compare the two so that you're better well-versed and then you can make a good decision on which way to go if you're thinking about it or um, reevaluate your current situation to see maybe you need to make some changes or maybe you need to tweak some things. Um, so personally, I do use virtual assistants. Um, we have virtual people that we hire as uh, employees and then we have contract virtual assistants. So it just depends on the situation and what your needs are. And also the requirement of the virtual assistant. Maybe they don't want to be an employee. Maybe they have other uh, clients that they work with and what have you. So, so what is the difference? So the first primary difference is the payment. So a uh, virtual assistant offshore can be a lot more um, uh, affordable. Uh, I didn't want to say cheaper, but affordable, maybe more cost efficient, whereas a local one is going to probably charge you a premium. And there's reasons why, so we can talk about the reasons, but an offshore virtual assistant usually ranges from like $3 to $8. Uh, sometimes they go higher depending on the area that you're hiring them for, from or their expertise. Okay, so keep that in mind. If you're looking at a local uh, virtual assistant, then you're looking at probably from $8 all the way up to maybe $50 an hour. So it just depends on their expertise, their specialization, and what is the virtual task that you're hiring them for? Because there are virtual accountants, there are virtual bookkeepers, there are virtual um, marketing people, social media managers, you know, there, there's all kinds of virtual assistants. That's the other thing to keep in mind too, is their expertise. So second thing to think about is their qualifications, their expertise. So this will apply to either the virtual offshore one or the local. Make sure you check their expertise because what I find out when I talk to clients is they'll hire a virtual assistant assuming that they know how to do everything and then they hire the person and they get the person all these tasks without showing them or telling them what to do. And it fails because the virtual assistant is not gonna know what to do. They know the basic skill sets, but you still need to walk and train your virtual assistant. They're not just going to come automatically fluid knowing your business model and knowing what to do. No, no, that doesn't happen. And it's the same when you hire a new employee. It's the same formality. When you hire a new employee, you don't bring them in and just give them a list of things to do and just say, hey, go at it. 
no, you're going to uh, you're going to train them. You're going to onboard them and you're going to make sure that they do it the way you want to do it. And that's why you really need to be a manager and you need to coach and train your virtual assistant for it to work out, for it to be a win win situation. If you have the mindset that they already know all this stuff and you're going to assign them tasks and they're just going to go in guns a blazing, you're setting yourself up for failure. That is not happening. That's not the way it happens, you know. Even if you have a virtual assistant that does cold calling or lead generation, it's the same thing. You're setting yourself up for failure if you do not coach and train them. If you personally can't get the leads or the do the job or do the assignment, you're not going to get them to do it because if you can't do it, how are they going to do it? So keep that in mind, please, because that's a lot a bigger reason why a lot of these virtual assistants fail is they're they're not really being coached and trained and guided, you know. And again, they have the basic skill sets to do what you want to do. They just need to be coached and trained. After you coach and train them, if it doesn't work out, then they weren't a good fit. That's just, you know, the reality of it. And then the third thing to think about when you hire a virtual assistant is the English barrier. Okay, so some virtual assistants learn English as a their first or a as their primary language. They still have a second language is their mother tongue, but they have learned through uh, education. English is their primary. So there are other countries where they learn English, believe it or not. And you can still get an affordable virtual assistant who is college educated. So keep that in mind because, you know, don't make it that English is going to be a barrier. And there are so many tools that can help them in regards to working with you. Okay. So is the English or the grammar always going to be perfect? No. But then even when you have a regular virtual assistant, their tone and their messaging could be way off from yours too. So it just depends on who you are and how much control you have. And then if they're using these tools to help correct the English, you know, at the end of the day, there are so many tools that help refine, you know, the message or whatever it is that assignment that you have them doing, you know, if of course you're in a field where English has to be just impeccable, then you're going to probably get this uh, local virtual assistant that is in the United States, of course, and you'll pay a little bit of a premium because English is their first language or college educated. Maybe they have literature. They, you know, was their education or what have you. Okay. So think about that. So really three things that I've walked you through in regards to virtual assistants and what you should think about, because again, they are a huge opportunity to help offset things and to delegate things so that you can focus on the big company as a whole and grow your business. So that's the whole premise and purpose behind having a virtual assistant is to offset your workload so that you can do more and grow your business and they can do the task oriented things or the things that are more administrative, like, you know, that you don't need to be doing. Absolutely not. And so how do you determine if you can afford a virtual assistant or not? Start growing your business and reward yourself by hiring a virtual assistant to delegate this task or delegate that task. That's how I did it. That's how I started. So when you start making uh, revenue and you start growing your business, reward yourself by offsetting that and hire a virtual assistant to start doing those little tasks and what have you. Now, virtual assistants can be part-time or full-time. 
I mean, that's your call. That's you negotiating with your virtual assistant. I just know that when you get a good virtual assistant, you want to take up as much of their time as you can so that they're not working with another client and you really, really get your money's worth because if they're really, really good, don't let them go. You know, it's really hard to find a very, very good virtual assistant. And I know that the ones that I find and the ones that I have that work for me, and especially if I love and adore them, I give them as much work as I can to keep them fully employed so they don't have someone. They're not finding another project to work with and then compromise my time with them. So, hey, I'm Kat Ramirez, CEO and founder of Advertise and Hashtag Social Buzz. Follow me and learn more ways on how you can stand out and grow. You got this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Stand Out and Grow. Check out all the notes and links at www.standoutandgrow.com. I am so thankful to you for helping this show continue to grow. I want to keep producing content that you want to hear, so please leave me some feedback. I look forward to bringing you more resources and information to help your business stand out and grow. Please follow us on social media and make sure you follow this podcast so you can learn more about helping your business stand out, survive, succeed, and grow. Until next time, you got this. helps businesses stand out and grow with affordable advertising options. We will help you make good business decisions so you can save money and not just throw it against the wall to see if it sticks. Get your free strategic advertising analysis today so you can see the opportunities to stand out and grow your business. Visit www.standoutandgrow.com offers page to learn more.